everybody and welcome to another episode of Craft TV that stands for Carolina Ranting at Patrick. As always, same old Carolina here. And with me, the amazing, the one and only, the man of the hour, Patrick, how are you doing today? Hey, everybody. I'm, you know what? There has been so much that has happened and I'm only speaking in terms of reality TV shows, not actual events that are going to affect the future of our lives because I can't, I can't quite get there yet. So I'm, I'm just... I'm yeah. I'm I'm reeling. I guess as I say. I'm, although I am still reeling of from our conversation with Brian Moylan. Um, that was so was good. Last so much week. fun with him. Yeah, it's certainly. Um, I hope our listeners enjoyed it. Please tell us if you did, because we're gonna, you know, I think in the words of uh, Elvis Duran, for anyone who still listens to radio, we really flushed the format with that one. <laughs> and, and I hope you enjoyed it because I had a great time. I had an awesome time. I, I, I enjoyed it. So hopefully, yeah, let us know, you know, send, send Patrick a DM. Please, at PGVis, let me know, or at Crap TV on Instagram. I mean, we're, we're manning the, 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 the boards here, you know, the switchboard operators. But, uh, but yeah, otherwise I'm fine. I, we have so much to talk about today. There has been I just don't know what's a happening in Bravo. It's a lot. It's a truly tectonic shift of the plates of Bravo. <laughs> Um, that is just wild. I mean, it's keeping with the times in, in 2020, but we did have some really good news this week. Do you want to share them? Do you want to start with the good news? Okay, so there's a few bits of good news. The okay, first that I am most thrilled about is that Teddy's contract was not renewed. <laughs> and that was, there was an intrinsic amount of pleasure that was frankly very unnatural that I derived from learning that news. And it seems as though the entire Bravo internet community has collectively rejoiced. Like I've not seen anyone come out as a real Teddy apologist or a, you know, a, a Teddy supporter. Most everyone has been like, it's about fucking time. I, I, the only thing that I do feel bad is like, she cried when Sutton said that she might be boring. Imagine how she's feeling Oof. when the whole internet is calling her boring. There is not enough rage running that she can do on a treadmill, I think, to really process all of her emotions, knowing that the bulk of the internet hates her on the heels of her very problematic eating disorder program, which Listen, is what I'm calling it, allegedly. Don't come after us. But. That, uh, that 500 calorie a day, um, I was reading some tweets and it makes me laugh because again, I can't, I, I don't take credit for this. I don't remember exactly who said it, but somebody on Twitter was like, well, no wonder she was boring. She's starving. She has no energy to give us anything. <laughs> so It's so uh, true. I so mean, yeah, really, that's... I, I really contextualize that. You can give me a weed edible and I can take down 500 calories within like one episode of something on Netflix. Like that is a shockingly small amount of, of, sustenance. I have to admit that I have never dieted in my life. I've never counted calories. Like I don't even know how that works, but I mm, do know flex, that I flex. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I do know that I love me some carbs. So like I would actually be very afraid of counting <laughs> how many calories I consume a day because I don't think it's normal. Well as someone with a sluggish thyroid first, I'm triggered. Um <laughs> Second, I'm happy for you. And third, it was, it is a really crazy thing. And I also, but I will say one of the, it was one of the more meaner things to come out on the internet, and all, but also not surprising, but also one of the sillier things that did make me giggle was Lisa Vanderpump talking about it um, very uh, recently. And she the was- The shade, the oof. shade. 
she did not hold back. And it did make me miss her. Like, I know that she was very problematic on, on Beverly Hills, but I, I really did enjoy Lisa. I always, I mean, I always I, enjoyed her. I always enjoyed Lisa. And I love how she was like shaming the 500 calories. She was like, oh, that's what I eat between 3.30 and 4.30 in the morning when I'm snacking. <laughs> So funny. Correct. Which one made me say, like, Lisa, what is your routine? Like, maybe take a, you know, some melatonin or a CBD supplement and get some sleep. I mean, must be she feeding all those animals or kind of rolling Ken over and checking to make sure he's still breathing? Like, what is she doing on those hours? Whatever it is, you know, good for her because now she has uh, little lines to, you know, make us laugh. Absolutely. This time. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. But yeah, that was, that for me, that what news was What do you think? Because um, I thought that it was really honest. First time in Housewives history that she actually made a video saying, yeah, I got fired. Uh, I didn't see this coming and I am sad. So I give her points for that. I'm like, I do too, good, Teddy, stay accountable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, at least she's accountable for that. And I will say that was probably one of the more graceful exits that we've seen. Like none of this nonsense that we saw with Dorinda is like, it was a mutual thing. Like, you know, as a PR person, you can kind of start to smell through some of the BS. And yeah, I, I did appreciate her honesty. And as Rena may say, she owned it. Exactly. And so I think she exited with a, you know, a little, a speck of respect from me that, I mean, like, I, I shouldn't say I just, I don't respect her, but I, I never enjoyed her. I didn't find her entertaining. I don't think she gave us very much. Um, but I will say a graceful exit is always the way to go, no matter like what your life situation, um, you know, so yeah, so I, I will applaud that. And I hope that the people that have signed the NDAs for her program can make sure that they're safe and healthy and not starving themselves. And, but it will be very interesting to see, you know, if she may pop around if her and Kyle are still quite close, we'll see how that relationship hmm. works out. What do you think? Do you think they'll be remain thick as thieves um, as Caroline Manzo would say? I, 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 you know what? Like Teddy for me was like, not even there. So like, yeah. I can, like, she was not even in my brain. Like, I, I don't know. Teddy who? Right. So, so like, I don't care. I mean, good for her. I hope that her family's happy, that they're healthy. But other than that, like, I don't think that I'm going to be wondering where Teddy is at. Is she running? Is she eating? Right. <laughs> Not, nothing. Um, I'm a little bit concerned about all the choices that you may have for Beverly Hills. And oh, I yes. Heard this that is a hot take. Hot take. And maybe uh, Kathy, Kathy, whatever you said, Kathy Hilton is yes. going to come up on this. And we're not going to talk about this today, but I did watch This Is Paris and I am triggered. Like, I don't like Kathy at all. Absolutely no, no, no. I don't want anything from her. Emoji <laughs> of crossing hands. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, so I we also at your recommendation we also watched it and and yes, tough to watch, but I still want her. I'll say it. I want her. Do I want we her. Need another fight between sisters. I no, but I also don't think I think the whole dynamic would change if Kathy is part of it. I think I think we would see a very different side of Kyle because I think we saw her have to be Kim's caretaker and then how their relationship was so tough and had some really great highs and some really low lows. But I think it would seem that, I don't think Kathy would set the same tone. So I'm more, no, it's more of a No, because Kathy is richer than Kyle. Right. So right. it's something 
Kyle might feel intimidated by her own sister. Which I want to watch. <laughs> you know, what about uh, another rumor, which I don't think it will ever happen, which is Chris Jenner. Not going to happen. That's, that's yeah. The, yeah, that's never going to happen. I mean, I think, and I think I, and I may be completely wrong, but I feel like I read somewhere that Andy said it would never happen because Chris wouldn't have control over the narrative. Mm. And so, and I think I would agree with that. And I don't think, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly not a Kardashian stan, um, as many are. Like, I don't necessarily want to watch Chris. Like, I think, I don't find her, like, I know that, you know, I mean, Jose squealed when she was, came to Kyle's party of just like, oh my God, the goat is here. And like, I get that. I get the fandom and like the, the culture of it all, but I don't know that she would bring us as much with these ladies as she was able to orchestrate with her, her daughters. Own. Yeah, because like, it was very much on her terms, her turf, her family, and she kind of played that matriarch role. And she's not a matriarch on this show. And I think that, I think that it would it would be a crossover that would just combust, but like not in a fun way. Like I think I, there would be. I don't, I don't care for it. Like I'm done. No, I, I want don't think Sutton so. to be a full time cast because I think that she's ready. I think that she will she's shine ready. on season two, and she's also with Garcelle. Like Garcelle needs a little friend, and I'm here yeah. for the take out takedown of Garcelle versus Rena. I'm here. Oh, for sure. I'm here I'm, for it. I'm also here for it. There was, okay, so did you see, I think Garcelle tweeted this, and it's funny, I, I'll give Sutton another season. I don't, I don't feel like, I, yeah, maybe she'll come into her own, and after you and Brian Moylan really unpacked it for me, I've let it wash over me, as I always do with these shows, and I'm ready to give her another shot. But did you see, I believe, was it on Twitter? Garcelle tweeted at Nini to yes. say, come out, girl. <laughs> And that would be wild, though I don't think that Nini would be the right fit for Beverly Hills, but I would be very interested in Cynthia. Cynthia and Garcelle. You, you need to stop trying to make this happen. I'm, Cynthia is not Cynthia, rich enough for Beverly Hills. Drop not, it. No, that's true. That's true. She's not. She'd have to really sell all of Lake Bailey and all of her Listen. eyewear. But, but I think it would be interesting to watch two gorgeous like black women who are, I, I do find powerful, be together. I don't think that that's ever going to happen. Not only Cynthia or Nini, I don't think that we're ever going to have like a cross-city promo like that. I don't think, I mean, that's fun for Twitter and for, you know, sure. you know, talking shit on podcasts, but I don't think that's actually ever going to happen. Um, talking about Cynthia and the ladies from Atlanta, have you seen the pictures of their trip? No. Wait, where are they? I saw I, I saw them in a bathing suit. I saw Candy in a yes. gorgeous Louis Vuitton. I saw Kenya looking absolutely stunning. All, all of them. Like, I don't I know mean, where all they gorgeous. are, yeah. but they're all wearing these bathing suits. Cynthia, like, they all look like a million bucks. Oh, yeah. All They're of, stunning. Cynthia women. looks amazing. And there is this new lady that I don't remember her name, but all of them look fantastic. And rumor has it, Andy was saying that we haven't seen anything yet as the <gasps> new season of Atlanta. So oh. I'm here for look, it. Those I, ladies, like, I want it. Those ladies always bring it so hard every season. And I just, I love their chemistry. I love their, their banter. I love, I love the fighting. I mean, I, I love I, everything. Yeah, they, they've always given us so much and we have so much to be grateful for. I feel like, I don't know what it is about some of our, I mean, I guess we're biased, but our East Coast ladies, I mean, we've they're had good. it consistent. They're good. New they're York good. always brings it. I even, you know what? And I, I didn't even, this is how done I was with Beverly Hills. I didn't even finish watching the reunion. I'm, oh, I'm not interested. It was so interested. exhausting. Like, I'm like, I'm done. I'm over. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't even want to go back there. Bye. Nope. Not the, the New York reunion was great. I think our Atlanta reunions are always fun. But hold and on, Potomac before we move on. Potomac is killing it this season. Oh. Before we move on, we have okay. to talk about Nini leaving. Yes, that's true. My, f- she's one of my favorites of all time. So as I said on Twitter, I'm gonna miss her. However, I don't think that she's gonna be missed. I yeah. think that the the franchise is gonna move on flawless. The ladies, you know, will carry on as if nothing has happened. We have yeah. such strong personalities in that cast that I don't think that I don't think that I'm gonna watch the season and be like, oh, I wish Nini was here. I don't think that that's gonna happen. Oh, I definitely won't. I mean, I feel like the last couple of seasons we've just kind of it's been a slog with her. Like it's not been fun. And last season she was so nasty that I. I also kind of turned on her. I was like, this stopped being fun. Like when Nini is riding high and she's throwing out those one-liners. So good. She's no one so better. good. She is. And she would make me laugh. I mean, and she just, because she's genuinely quick-witted and genuinely funny. And I think that that's one thing that I've always appreciated just about her persona is that it was larger than life. She could, you know, really command a room and she always made us laugh. But I don't know, in these like last couple seasons, she has just been in this dark place and some of the things that she said to Kenya last year were just so below the belt and so cruel that for me it stopped becoming fun I was like she needs a timeout another thing that I talking about becoming you know unwatchable and rude and all that I I tweeted about this and I said that housewives should take a page out of Sonia she is funny. She's an at the oh, top yeah. tier housewife and she For has sure. never gone after anybody. She has never been mean to anybody. So it is possible to have this large personality and be entertaining and get paid really good money without totally. having to like go and like attack your friends or something like that. Oh, I mean the one liners that come out of Sonia's mouth pretty consistently. I mean, like <laughs> she's she's so kind of unhinged from reality that it is glorious to watch. And so, I mean, there are, there were so many occasions that she would just like make me giggle. Like just, you know, I'd be alone in my, in our apartment because Jose would be watching Betty La Fea in the bedroom (laughs) and I would be laughing. Like, I mean, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. Jose does like some of the, he does like some of the New York ladies, but she's so funny. And I think she does. She keeps it light. She's, you know, got her, her struggles. She takes her water pills and becomes nonverbal. Like, you know, that's what we want. That's I love Sonia. I love her. What do you think of Leah for a second? We didn't know what was going to happen there. We didn't know, but I also feel like we knew. Like she was not going to go quietly into the night after coming through. I pray that she can sustain the momentum um, because she just, came in like a true tornado and yeah. really spun those ladies up. And I, I mean, I will say, I hope that she, cause, uh, cause I mean, Elise was completely erased from all like towards even the end from, of the season, e- which Even was from fine. my memory, like the Bravo yeah. people came to, because I don't, Elise who again, like, I don't yeah. even remember her. I don't know her like full Mariah. <laughs> like, I don't know her. But I hope that, but I, what I did enjoy was Tinsley having an ally. Like I liked that she had someone. So I hope whoever is coming next is a bit of an ally for Leah because she needs one. Why do you think of like that breaking the four wall in the reunion about this whole Leah Tinsley friendship kind of a thing? Ugh, I don't know. 
I, like I said, I, I let these shows wash all over I, me. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because, I mean, to me, it didn't matter because they had such fun together. They seem to then have fostered a genuine friendship. So who cares? How 100%. No, no, no. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I, I don't care. What, what I don't like is like when they take me out of like this fiction that I have made right. in my mind when I'm like ah obviously I'm a smart person and my brain works so like I know all these people have been cast and they put in this sure. situation but like in my mind I want to pretend that they're friends before oh, they get into the show and I also want to know like how this other 30 woman that you know Bethany oh, yeah. had put on a list and how she got to Leah because they never met so now I have so many questions again so many questions so many questions <laughs> and what would you give to get eyes on that list like who did Bethany say these need to be your gals exactly I mean, very interesting so I was just like ah oh, I want to know this thing so but in there I saw I saw like I saw and we talk about this privately, but like we talk about like Dorinda losing it more and more as like the mm. reunion also goes. And again, Dorinda for me is like Nini. I love her. I can oversee her like bad behavior. Uh, but that was just like, like she was getting so nasty. And yeah. then again, what did Tinsley do? <laughs> I, and that's what was so crazy because yeah, like it is Tinsley is such like a non-issue for I think most of us. So like I don't think she's Tinsley is not like a lightning rod of controversy in this universe. So I, sure. I would I would appreciate it. And I don't know if it's because it's maybe in their contract that they can't talk about this, but we're breaking the four wall here. We're talking about like, no, you were cast, you were on the list. I wish Tinsley would say, like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, Scott doesn't make me any money. Like, I am worth $40 million. Right. I have my own money. Like, I wish she could say that. I do, too. And I think, I mean, I did love, like, the whole thing with John. And then we saw that there was some unseen footage of her losing it. I mean, I, the, the rage that she was spewing toward John. I mean, oh boy. But we also, let's take back and see how John was trying always to be friends with Bethany and talk to Bethany and be right. close to Bethany. Was he after Bethany's money? Of course. Did he want he it alone from yeah. Bethany? <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he, he's got this look about him that I, I, I couldn't quite place him. And I was like, where, like when I'd see him, I mean, granted, we didn't get as much of him um, this year, which was completely fine. But I was, you know, I look at him and I'm like, what, what is he bringing up to me? And then I realized he was giving me like Peter Pettigrew vibes from Harry Potter, which if you're unfamiliar, he was um, Scabbers with Ron's rat and just like, just this coward of a man who was hiding from he who must not be named, but just had like this face about him that it was, it was tough. And I was like, John is the rat from Harry Potter, like John is Scabbers. And All right. you heard it here first, people. John is Scabbers and he's trying to get his little paws on, on that cash. Because then, then in my head, I was like, what is he, I mean, is he- Okay, but like, then be, be mad with, with him. Why you have to be mad with Tinsley? Exactly. She wasn't one that brokered any of this deal. Like John is a grown ass man. Like, so, but I guess in my head, it, it just, like you, I had more questions. Like. Is he what? Like, is he in debt with a foreign government? Like, what? Why does he need money from Scott? I don't. Like, are they palling around? Like, does he have like a stripper to pay? Like, what was? What that? were the details of this transaction? Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. But then I remembered. So I remember they were all in that commercial together for the coupon cabin. Um, Which I don't even know what. The, I didn't know he was a coupon queen king. 
Oh, yeah. Like I had he's no idea where oh, Scott had made his money. He's the king. I actually, it's so funny. So they do a lot of like the affiliate marketing stuff as well. And uh-huh. um, I was running a campaign for one of my clients and the coupon cabin applied like to be an affiliate of ours. And I was in my office. I gasped. <laughs> I thought I was like, the coupon cabin. I was like, of course, except, except, except. <laughs> like, don't know if they met any of the client's criteria, but I was like, I don't care. Coupon king. Like it, it's all happening. Like make my client rich and like let Scott and Tinsley buy another house somewhere in Chicago. So yeah, I immediately clicked accept. That's my only exposure to it. Listen, I don't know, but good for them and good for Tinsley. And I I like to see who they're going to bring to New York because New York is my favorite. And again, new people sometimes could go really, really well. Sometimes could go really, really bad. And apparently for next season, we're going to have to get not one, but like two newbies. Yeah. It's going to be wild. So that could be, I don't know. And As I have tough... said before, I am like Vicky. Not have, I'm not liking this. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I mean, but what a tough cast to come into because you have these legacy ladies that I, I cannot imagine a harder cast to break into because not only that now we have leah she came so strong and now are these people trying to imitate what leah did i'm sure the bar has been set like very very high and (sighs) i mean it's gonna you know what i would love to see is some interesting like actual cabaret star that would like challenge lou like i Poor Luan, she's doing so well. She is doing well, but I also I also think that she, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it was just I was watching too many of her Instagram lives with with Desmond about Viva La Diva, <laughs> which I I mean I love Luan and I am all here to support her singing, but I have to admit that this is my least favorite song. Oh, for sure. I mean, this is no money can't buy your class. No, and I even like. Feeling Giovanni better than I, yeah that slaps I mean the, I would say the bridge of Viva La Diva does get my toe a tapping but yeah this was not I think you know Desmond thankful for all of his contributions to pop music but um but yeah this one I think might have been a bit of a miss for me but yeah I'm not, I'm I, not feeling it I don't know I'd love to see someone that has some more of like the musical leanings to give us some additional storyline for next season of you know, dueling cabarets. <laughs> or I don't know. I think it could just make for a very silly, it could make for like a very silly trope to see these. Because I think too, like the cabaret is kind of its own cast member, right? Like it's the only yeah. thing Lou can talk about. Um, it's an issue, a point of contention between her and Sonia. Um, she's always forever working on a show and, and like, and they're kind of silly. And like, I, and I don't know that, like, do you think that Lou is in on the joke or do you think that she believes <sighs> that she is, a celebrated songstress. I think she's not in the joke. I, I think it's flying that. high above her head. And that's what's tough is like, I don't want to be cruel and like giggle at her cabaret. But then when you see some of the same tropes of like, well, come up, you know, a long way from being in that bush in Mexico. It's like, yeah, like that was like, we got to get some fresh material here. And so I don't know. I, I, it should be very interesting to see. Although I do hope, and I think we would actually get it is for some additional diversity. I know that's been a long been a call, especially in New York, which is an incredibly diverse city. So I'd love to see, you know, some very, some more interesting folks added to the mix because I think we're always going to see Ramona be an absolute terror and a monster of a human. It's going to be bad. Um, I think you can see Sonia soften up if the person likes to like drink and have a good time. 
But yeah, I think that it, that would be a really, really tough group to break into. And it's going to be different. We don't have the Berkshires next year. So what know. are we going to do on the holidays? I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm concerned about what's going to happen here. I hope they don't ruin it because it's been my favorite. So we'll just have to wait and see. But I'm just going to say here that I am going to apologize to you and to our listeners because every single time that you mentioned Potomac on the past, and I even say that I can't even say that word correctly, <laughs> that I always roll my eyes. Yep. And now it's so good, so good that I'm like, how come nobody, like, we need to talk about this. It's, it's so excellent. good. It is excellent. And well, I, first question I, that I have for you. Yes. Ashley, is Oof. she... Oof. Is she in this situation? Is she aware of this or this is like new to her? Which situation? She has several that are currently ongoing. Well, um, we have Michael with the Michael's, stripper. The, just the whole thing of like the stripper that I took a stripper back to a hotel room, but I just fall asleep. Not, that was really? not. Really? No. You fall asleep on your underwear? Really? In what happened to your of- pants and your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in the words of one of the all-time greats from Wife Swap, uh, that was dark-sided. Not of God, dark-sided. Mm. I didn't like it. Um, I think that, well, I think we kind of saw, okay, so that wild uh, t- high top at the, the bar where he pulled at Denise and basically bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Um, I but- think she's in on it. I think that she was in on it, and I think now her sensibilities have changed. So but I, listen, I, I have know. to give it to them because how could you have that conversation in camera? Thank God they did. I, I mean, s- yes, thank God. But like, yeah. like that's crazy. Oof. Like, no wonder he was like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this right. is crazy. Why are we doing this in camera? And you, in my mind, or for me to consider, she needs to know this because she was so... She was eating just her Brussels sprouts. I would had like they would have to call the cops on me. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's what like that's what some of the, the memes made me laugh so much because it's like Michael, girl, get ready. Like a woman who is that calm as this is happening is dangerous. Yes, like and, she's but, she's planning, planning something in her mind. Oh she's yeah, like- oh yeah. But I think that I mean, but hearing that revelation that they you know did a bit of swinging involved. Do you others. think that's true? Oh yeah, I do. Do think you? That's true. I do think it's true. I could see, I mean, uh, here's why. Here's why I think this. So all of like the other cheating and the stuff like with like the the ass grabbing and she, like I think most women would have been like, okay, that's, I shouldn't say most women. I think a lot of women would have been like, there's been a couple of things now and then now this, I'm done. But not only was she not done, she got pregnant and very you know, soon thereafter. So I, I, I'm getting the sense, and I could be completely off on this, but I would imagine given their age difference, their socioeconomic differences, I think that they met somewhere, they were out to have a good time. Michael liked the fact that she's this gorgeous young woman, could probably be a great wing woman to pull some people in. Ashley loves a Corona and she will you know, drink some beers, have some fun, I think that she was probably this much more carefree spirit and then was also a bit seduced by the fact that Michael had means. So then it's like, all right, sure, let's lock it down. I can certainly better my circumstances. I don't think she's a gold digger, but I think that she saw an opportunity and she took it. And I think that 
the opportunity came with some strings and she knew what they were walking in. And I think now that she's getting a little bit older, her life priorities have changed. I think that those strings are now presenting some problems. And, but the mm. beauty is the strings, we get to watch be plucked like a little harp on television. That makes complete sense. You see, because I've never watched before. I don't know all these things, but that makes absolute sense. And, and this is what I say. Threesomes are always good on paper. <laughs> we don't have them. <laughs> because then like things like this happen and then you have to play the police or the bad cop and like, that's not fun. Well, and now I think we're there in the place that the horses are, have left the barn, right? Like the, so I think it's hard to then rein it back in to now be like, okay, all of that stuff we used to do before, like hard stop. I think that, that it's really, really hard to come back from that if that has been your norm for all these years and that maybe you didn't want to talk about it. Maybe there was an understanding because that has been like long been the rumor that they, there is an understanding and clearly there was. So it may be a out of sight, out of mind, you tell me, you know, I tell you what I do, you know, outside of our, our bedchamber, you know. So I think that it's, yeah, I, I think that that's where they're going to be in that really, really hard place of trying to like rein that back in. And now all of a sudden become this monogamous couple that it doesn't sound like Michael is really interested in, especially probably, at his age. She's probably just annoyed that he's being messy. She's like, go that do whatever too, you want, but like, why are you being messy? Especially right. when you're like in this public eye. And now she's pregnant with a second baby. So it's like clearly <sighs> she's getting kind of what she's after, but it is very problematic. But I will say, I have to give my, I tip my hat to Candace because I think that she handled it in a very mature Candace way. That showed, Candace, when she got the initial text oh, and like the yeah. way that she kind of wanted to approach her in private, obviously it set off Monique and that's a whole nother topic that we'll broach accordingly. But I thought I, I gave Candace a lot of props for trying to repair her relationship, present the information in such a way. You knew like Giselle was loving it. Um, but I thought that she did a, I thought she did right by Ashley and I think Ashley appreciated it. Listen, I'm talking about Giselle. Why? <laughs> Why are you going to that furniture store from the Ugh. 1992 and why? Poor Giselle. Why do you like, why do you like a glass situation for your team? Oh, those like were so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> those were so ugly. She, I, and it's, it's so crazy because she is, like, is she just one of these so naturally stunningly beautiful people that she doesn't have an eye like the like has because her house is tough like i mean it's a it hot mess it's tough. a hot mess <laughs> look i'm not saying that i am you know some chip and joanna Gaines here making a beautiful home look i am a hoarder and my stuff is from ikea too but like I mean, Ikea is better place than that place that she was at. <laughs> gonna let you. At least they have like some, you know, nice, you know, Nordic design. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. Uh, we do love a Scandinavian clean moment. And actually, I shouldn't say not everything. I did when I bought. I said I was going to have a big boy purchase and I got my bed at West Elm and I have never felt so fancy. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the fact that like when they came to deliver, like it wasn't just in 1000 pieces and like the people took care of it. They're like, oh yeah, here you go. Like they had their drills, like screwed everything in. It was all done in like four minutes. And I was like, wow. So this is what actual furniture what is this this is real wood how about that feels different than the particle board the in every other room of my house <laughs> so i mean i guess it's it's hard but yeah but i think i think it's compounded by the fact that giselle has been so vocal about how good her taste is 
And so I think like that's what's tough. If it's more like if you were more of a Teddy season one and been like, I don't know how to dress, like that I think would you'd have a little bit more of a pass. But it's like she is making her house look like the lobby of a Holiday Inn Express. No, it's the Buffalo. carpet, the furniture. Like I, can, I can't, I can't with this. Like it hurts my eyes. I'm like, like I don't want to watch this. No. Well, and it's tough even in her confessional because that like, like fuchsia wall, like whatever. I what do you call with that glass accent? that mirror mm. accent or whatever that thing yeah. is I'm like mm. it just no. the way like the light bounces off of it you would have thought that a set person would have been like you know what let's just put up some temporary paint we're gonna, we're gonna have to use some keels for this because this neon fuchsia is not going away <laughs> it is crazy wow it's wild we're talking about crazy and wild that upcoming fight Ooh. crazy that is crazy crazy, crazy and funny because I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it here like somebody hold on because I have that tweet like right on my there is another podcast that is called truth be told and they were tweeting about this and the person that whoever tweets from that account was saying like you do not fight with somebody that has children because they are fast <laughs> <laughs> so, when you, try, so true. when you try to like hit them they're gonna block that hit yeah. really fast and like they were saying like you would see it like how like uh Candice I think that was like trying to like like move her hair kind like goad you know? her a little yeah. bit yeah she definitely and how she was like what, the other chick Monique was being really really fast yeah so <laughs> that is hilarious but it but at the same time like in the run-up to it I was trying to figure out like clearly like Monique is just a like a super volcano of rage right like she something is annoying her really bad yeah and she's like gonna take it out right it's almost reminds me this is something that i think about more than i should um the caldera and yellowstone um okay so, like, we're old, so yeah i think about this way too much because i don't i shouldn't do this this is just a great glimpse into my uh, troubled psyche but so you know like old faithful is there and and you know obviously there's some like geothermal activity and it's great and it's fun but lurking underneath is what's called a caldera which is basically a super volcano <laughs> so thank, thank you thing, professor <laughs> Yeah, so if it ever if it ever erupts, and granted, they say that the chances are slim, but this is 2020, and I'm ready for this super volcano, it would basically decimate like a big portion of the western half of the United States. And that's Monique. Like Monique is a caldera of rage, and that you can tell. Like there's been some some spews of Old Faithful, right? Like a few times where she's, you know, ejected some steam as Old Faithful does on a very regular basis. But what is coming is that super volcano <laughs> eruption where all she leaves in her path is just ash. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. And I have questions. During this winery, apparently they're the only ones there. But like you can see on the back a table with like five people in there. Who are they? Are the producers? Makeup? They're extras. Who, yeah. who are they? <laughs> Why are these people sitting in this empty venue? This is crazy. And and I can't wait for this. This, this seems to be one of those moments that are gonna go down in housewife's history right oh, yeah. there to like danielle being chased by ashley <laughs> and you know out of that uh, whatever fashion show right right so I, this is I, I can't wait for next week so well, i, I recall hearing about it as it was happening in real time on the blogs it's so, like the blogs were covering it and i knew that they were filming and i remember like i think i heard it where was I? I think I was like sitting at a stoplight and I was like looking at Twitter or something. I was in traffic in Miami. And I remember I actually alone in my car do you, did the full charade. Do you remember when Kim was coming in to, I think it was Kim and charades in there. She's like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> I, that was me alone in my vehicle. I was just with 
glee, gleefully giggling to myself, knowing that we're going to see all of this play out. This, and this crazy. season has not disappointed. I mean, did you have fun at the lake house? What did you think of the lake house? I had fun. I, I think, I mean, I don't know why they're complaining about it, whatever. Was it a little bit boring? Yes, whatever. But I also had fun. Like I had, like, I, I, I'm enjoying this season. I mean, it's the first time that I watched, so like I don't have much, per, like a perception much of what should be happening. So I'm sure. like all virgin eyes here, enjoying everything. So far, I am team Candice. So far, I think so that far. Monique is coming a little bit too strong. Also, 80 grand on a podcast, like, what are we talking about? Are we doing it wrong? <laughs> we have not spent any dollars, really, I mean, on this podcast. Like, like, if any advertisers want to give us some money, we'd be glad to, uh, you know, plug your products. But yeah, this, you can really bootstrap it if you're, if you really try hard enough. So like, this is crazy. I think that she's a little bit delusional after being rude, because do I think that she was asleep when Candy's left? No, I don't no, think I don't, so. <laughs> she definitely so, was not asleep. So I don't think that, that, I don't know why she's so shocked when she's like, I don't want to do your podcast. Like, you're being rude to her. Like, why would yeah. she want to do your podcast? Right. Another thing that I don't get, and again, I'm not a mom, so I can't talk, but like, Wendy getting so upset at Ashley. And what I think happened is like, because Wendy is new, she probably didn't know what kind of like, what to ask or the dynamics. So she probably thought that she couldn't bring her baby. And when she showed up here and she showed, she saw Ashley with the baby, she probably was like, oh, is this a possibility that I didn't even ask? And right. then, you know, took it on Ashley. So I think that was an whatever. But listen, I like her. Uh, do I think that this is going to help her career? Probably not. I don't want to see my professor acting at a venerable institution. Like if, if I were at, you know, a, like no shade, but like if I were at some very junky community college, like, okay, fine, whatever. (laughs) But but she's at a pretty venerable institution of learning um, that. Yeah, that's tough. But I mean, I, there are other two other moments. I, so if, if let's say, I'm in the cave of wonders. Um, once we can travel again and I find a lamp and I can rub it and there's a genie that comes out, hopefully in the form of Will Smith, God bless. One of my wishes would be to rip fireball shots with Karen. That was- I laughed so hard. It was <laughs> thrilling to again. watch her slide down and just, I mean, the realness that came from her, the authenticity, I, I loved every minute of it. The the shot counter on the bottom of our screen, I mean, truly masterful works. Masterful. And she woke up like nothing. I mean, she, she didn't say that she was hungover. She said that he had a little bit of a headache or something like right, that. But right. I would not have been, like, I would be still puking. Like Oh, same. Three days. I would like, be, yeah, I would be calling, I would be going to one of those IV infusion places. 911 that, had to come and get me. Yeah, yeah. So like, this I would actually, die. <laughs> I would offer them more money to come to me. Like I couldn't get in my car. I'd be like, I will give you $1,000 right now to come to me with IVs with anti-nausea electrolytes oh. and just pump me full of Advil. And she's like nothing, like just being the glamorous self. Just like, oh yeah, I don't want to eat anything. I'm don't have, I'm not hungry or whatever she, she was saying. Oh, she is so funny. Um, I also though, I really did enjoy... I thought it was interesting when the husbands came, we got like a brief little cookout with the husbands, which was silly. It would have been interesting to see what happened if they maybe did have an overnight, but 
That was know, silly. Driving two hours to go and have lunch. No. I would have been really annoyed. <laughs> My husband would have been like so annoyed at me that it would have been ridiculous. So. I did enjoy Dr. Wendy's um, response to Chris's imitation of his wife. She, I mean, in her confessional, what did she say? Something like, do better. Like, yeah. do better, sir. <laughs> if that is your in, like, impression of your wife. And I was like, she's got a point. Although Chris's did make me laugh about Candace. That, his was really funny. And how he what? actually flipped the switch. I was like, okay, that's, Chris certainly earned some points in my book for that one. It was funny. I, I, I mean, I'm enjoying them. I think, I think they're really, really a good cast. Every, every episode is something. So I'm here for it. They're br- I'm here yeah, they're for it. Bringing us a lot. I mean, and I always do laugh. Like Robin <laughs> is like, she is so funny because she's just like kind of there. I would have liked to see more Juan in this episode. We didn't get as, as much Juan as I would have preferred. Um, but it is funny just kind of like watching her be amongst these ladies. Cause like she's, I think you might've said it before. Like she's kind of like the, the Cynthia, right? Like she's, yeah. she's not necessarily bringing us a whole lot, but she is like, a fun energy. She, I think that all the ladies genuinely really like her, which I think is also, so she's kind of like this nice equalizer and she can talk to anybody. And I think we do need someone like that in these cities to kind of be an anchor for, for our ladies. Um, but no, Potomac is excellent. I love, love it. I love everything. I, love everything I, I regret every single eye roll that I gave you. Uh, <laughs> So they, they, they're like, no, they're really, really good. So, I mean, that's all for Bravo. That was a lot. There is a lot of things happening. And so I much think, happening. And something, could we talk about like your upcoming trip just for a second? Sure, sure. Yeah, so why not? You, you're really taking on this 90 Day Fiance the other way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are going the other way. It's true. And, you know, much like our ladies at Bravo, we have no secrets here on Crap TV. I think mm-hmm. we're very open and honest about all of our, our lives. And so... Yes, we are making the decision uh, to do, go full the other way. And uh, I can't wait for our little intros where we stand like back to back. Like first we look happy when we're in a good mood and then we're gonna look very sullen and angry. Um, but <laughs> yeah, we're- Please take those photos. <laughs> oh yes, they need to happen. Just in that, that gift form. But um, we are going to Bogota. I'm excited and I can't wait to hear your stories about this uh, going the other way and, you know, uh, eating an oblea as they introduced oh. in a previous episode of the other way and, you know, yes. get to hear your, your, your take on, on Colombia. We'll see how this I definitely, goes. I definitely don't want to be like most of the Americans <laughs> that go. Like, I hope I can conduct myself with a little bit more grace and humility. Um, I... I think it was shocking watching um, Libby's family with Andre when they were at the wedding and the toasts and the dad was like, America would like to say something like, as if he, I mean, they just were all such monsters that I'm like, and like, we all were just like, oh God, you're the worst. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I've never been, it's been um, like 17 years since Jose was there. So um, I think it's going to be, I'm so excited to see his family and get to see our nephews um, they are, have grown up even since our wedding, so I'm just so excited to get to spend some time with them, and we're gonna, you know, buy them some some new outfits, and you know, do just do a, spoil them a little bit. I if think you as, as if you also. thought I was obnoxious in your DMs when you went vacationing <laughs> through Europe, and I was like interfering every five minutes to tell you what to do and where to go, just wait until you get to Bogota. <laughs> Perfect. 
I mean, look, we had our very first meal in Switzerland was because of you and it did not disappoint. So that's the tone that was set. Then, you know, I'm ready for it. I am very ready. Awesome. So maybe we can make that another podcast episode once you come back. But until then, let's see what the Bravo world give us next week. I don't know if I can take it. They need to slow down for a second. Oh, it's been a lot. I know. <laughs> it's been a lot. But I, I'm, very, um, I'm very glad we're going to keep Garcelle on the lineup. We're keeping Leah. I think, you know, our ladies in Potomac are firing on all cylinders. We're barreling towards Salt Lake City, which I'm very excited about. So, you know what? I think that 2020 may not be all bad. We don't have to deal with Teddy anymore. Dorinda and Nini are taking a timeout, and I think that they'll come back better than ever. So, you know, who knows? Maybe Q4 2020, things are really going to start to look up for all of us. And that's, I'm, I'm clinging on to that hope. I'm going to speak it into existence. Speak it into the universe. And yeah, I'd hope that um, the psychic with her vape uh, from Beverly Hills is out there kind of co signing that with me and speaking good things into existence. And yeah, and I also hope that all of you listening are also, uh, this podcast finds you in a good place. And, um, and yeah, tell us more about, you know, what you're loving in our cities and with our ladies and, and find us on Instagram. And, um, you know, we're going to keep working to bring you some more fun guests that are uh, in, the, in the pipeline. And so, yeah, there's, there's a lot more to come for sure. Awesome. So until next time, ciao. Bye.